hashtag content? Yes. There are people who hate the word content, and they're like, no, no, stop calling it content. You're not just producing content. You're telling stories. That's the content. Yes. Yeah, there's different kinds of content. There's also, Mm -hmm. like, if I open a bag of chips, there's content in there. It doesn't tell a detailed story. (laughs) And if it does, I probably need to lay off the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I understand where they're coming from. Because of the way marketing has evolved over the last 10 years, content content implies that you're packaging it for consumption. And over-commercialization of everything is a serious problem. If I actually did more than break even on this, I (laughs) might tend to agree that it was an issue. Fair enough. (laughs) I am content. I am also content. Are you content? (laughs) Well, we're about to be. About to be, yes. Well, we're about to make some collaboratively together. Hello and welcome to the Grand Adventure. (laughs) <laughs> this is a Cypher System one-shot that we're, we're going to be playtesting to see if, if it's horrible or works well. Uh, my name is Crash. I will be your GM for the evening. And tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including... Let me scroll up to make sure I'm looking at the right thing here. Because I was about to read off the the game channels. And that that's... You're, not that's work. not you. Yeah. No, no, we've got Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen with us. And because this is a whole new thing, let's just go down the line and have each of you tell me, tell us, what kind of character you're playing in Cypher this evening. Beth? It is the way of the ninja to protect their master forever. It is for a duty that you, when you swear, you swear for life. Even when you're a bit little and what you're doing is you're passing your master the flour and the chocolate chips and the egg and turning on to preheat the oven and make sure the cookies are fine. Also, for the record, Harriet, otherwise known as Haru, is a stealthy warrior who moves like a cat. (laughs) Ninja. Little old ninja. A little old ninja. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ellie. Uh, Natalie is a worldly explorer who drives like a maniac. Mm -hmm. Um, Natalie is not a resident of the uh, retirement community um, because she's too busy ferrying people anywhere they want to go. She can drive anything, and she doesn't particularly care who she's driving as long as they pay her. I think the comment that I made during session zero was some people uh, age gracefully. Natalie just didn't age. (laughs) Natalie is waiting for age to catch up. (laughs) <laughs> and if you keep driving <laughs> Natalie ran a red light age stopped at the red light like you're supposed to do you're right N- Natalie is daring age to catch up <laughs> like cannonball run Na- Natalie drives a jeep and the jeep may or may not still have the muffler that is an optional accessory Jen Okay, I'm playing Dora, which is made off of a lovely story that Ellie wrote uh, as part of my character. But the other part of the character is um, a uh, was known as Granny in the candy heist with the tiefling babies. Um, so it's a kind of a mix of those two. She does live in the uh, the home with all the other people with 14 floors, right? And yes, um, yes, definitely 14 yes. floors. Don't count the windows on the outside. No, not at all, right? Not at all. Um, And she's got just tons and tons and tons of grandchildren and great-grandchildren and all the way on down the line. Her husband died a while back. 
um, or left her or whatever, and she's just, you know, uh, hanging out in the uh, in the the tower that has fourteen levels, and um, uh, occasionally babysitting some of her grandkids or great grandkids or whatever they are. That's kind of her thing. And, Random and- kids you happen to to come across on the street sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Thora is a strong warrior who helps their friends mm-hmm. with skills and knowledge flavor. Yes. Thora oh. stared at the administrators until they put in a weight room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes the character art even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should put the character art in instead of what's in there. I don't know how to do it, though. But yeah. we, can, we can fix it in post. Okay. Or not worry about it. Or you know, we can do whatever we want. Right. Right. Okay. Eo. Lucille Lewis would like everyone to know that she's served her time, gotten out of the game, you know. One of her grandchildren's a superhero, you know. She's very proud of them. (laughs) And, well, it's possible that she didn't serve as much time as she maybe should have given all of the um, everything and that they just caught her on something fairly minor, but that doesn't matter. So, um, dropping out of character. Lucille Lewis is a retired supervillain, basically. She has psychic powers of command, which she uses to be a horrible goose. (laughs) And, um, she is, let me check my sheet, an empathic speaker who separates mind from body. I love that I had to cover my mouth and hold my jaw shut while people were describing their characters. Because otherwise I'd be laughing. And also I should note that um, Lucille technically does live at the assisted living facility. This is very technical. Mostly it's where she gets dropped off by her grandchild when she gets caught causing trouble. In my head canon, there have been times where the grandchild dropped her off. They hugged. They waved goodbye. Grandchild leaves either by driving off, off, flying off, flying off. Okay. (laughs) And as soon as grandchild is out of sight, Lucille turns and walks away from the retirement home. Never goes through the front door. (laughs) I'm not saying that happens every time, but I'm almost certain it's happened at least once. Yeah. Also... Lucille is the source of our first out-of-context quote from before we even press the record button. Why is a taser so expensive? (laughs) Back in my day, (laughs) (laughs) you just grabbed a couple wires off of a telephone pole and you held them up to somebody, and we liked it. (laughs) They did it, but we did. We We did. we, We robbed the bank by walking to it uphill through the snow, barefoot, both ways. <laughs> you didn't hear us complaining about it. Of course not. Then if you heard us, we'd get caught. Right. <laughs> I have never robbed a bank. I have dropped friends off away from, a block away from the bank and then picked them up a block away when they had much more money with them. Doesn't that happen? Isn't that why you go to the bank to get more money? Exactly. It makes total sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, premise of also, this particular... Also, you're really good at driving through the snow. Especially when the snow might be being caused by someone using their ice powers to try to um, direct traffic. Mm-hmm. 
it was not a one horse open sleigh that was driving through the snow, but the word sleigh may have been used multiple times <laughs> in a different context. Yeah. Yeah. So the premise of this <laughs> cipher system lets you do whatever you want. So we're pretty much doing whatever we want. <laughs> but there is a premise to this particular adventure, the grand adventure. You may have gathered everyone right now is playing an older member of society because they do live in a society, I've been told. That's the theory. They may or may not be grandparents. Some of them are. But they all fill the stereotypical archetype in some way, shape, or form. And their mission today is dire. They need to carpool from the assisted living community where at least some of them reside. We're going to use air quotes around the word reside. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> to the Some east of side of town where their favorite lunch buffet, which is only every other Thursday. So it's important. If you miss this, you got to wait two weeks. Uh. It's going to be it's going to be opening in two hours. It's nine o'clock now. It opens at 11. Oh, Ellie, okay. what was that? I, I didn't say anything. Okay. And every now and then I see insert name of person here is typing. It's not always the same person, but I keep looking over like there's no new message. No new message. No new message. <laughs> I'm like, I need to keep looking. Oh, that's why there are new but messages. I, I was scrolled up. Oh, well, there you go. What I typed was, I would like to venture the theory that Natalie has perhaps moved on from the point where her car is her baby to the point where her car is her grandbaby. Well, consider, considering that the character art has a uh, Jeep Wrangler in the background. Some of those are old enough to be grandparents already <laughs> and still run, even if you can be on the driver's side and look through to the passenger side while not being inside the vehicle. <laughs> I've, I've looked at a Jeep Wrangler alongside me on the highway once where I could see the car in the next lane over. Yep. And they were keeping like, a good pace. Why don't you have doors why don't you no they had doors, doors. the doors they were there they were on they were closed they weren't 100 percent intact there may have been rust holding the rest of it together but and you're saying mind. you're saying it's held together with vibes possibly and inertia possibly. <laughs> and and that bumper sticker on the back that said if you can read me flip me over that was stuck on upside down that was a structural element <laughs> that that was a load-bearing bumper sticker so your starting point this evening, well, morning, it's 9 o'clock a.m., mm. is the New Canton Assisted Living Community. Uh, the apartments in this 14-story building are small. The furnace is in the basement, and it breaks down at least once a month. And the nicest thing one can say about the staff is that they're negligent. But hey, it's quieter than moving in with the kids. They even filled in the pond that was out front for like decades to make a nice little park with walking paths and everything. And eventually they're pretty sure the Canadian geese that called that pond home will leave. They haven't <laughs> yet, but probably they'll leave eventually. And one last note. As soon as Harriet stops giving them cookie crumbs. I will not ask if the cookie crumbs provide superpowers. They're such darlings. <laughs> I'm sure that we'll get a recipe eventually, my lord. Will the recipe require... The inclusion of Canadian geese in it. Are, are, are you getting ready for Thanksgiving? No, no. We want the geese to have superpowers, don't we? Then they will be our geese, goose army. One last footnote about your location. Like many buildings, the floor numbers skip the number 13. 
But it is keep the in mind, quote fourteen unquote story building. Th- this is correct. All right. So one of the things that takes place in Cipher System, the way the way you level up for the most part is you have a thing called GM intrusions. They the GM says, here's this thing that's happening to this character. That character gets an XP point. That's redundant. P is for point. They they get one <laughs> point of XP, which is still redundant. And they get one, one <laughs> other character also gets a point of experience. I wasn't redundant that time. <laughs> and they've got to work out how they're going to overcome this. Some intrusions involve combat. Some will not. Some of them can actually be started by players. And yes, Ellie points out GM extrusions are when the GM is 3D printing minis for the group. I love everything about this so far. And we've barely started. I love this. So we are going to have a GM intrusion right now. I'm going to say someone has figured out how to make their token giant. I already made them all giant. They're they're all five times normal size. I found out how to make it not five times normal size. Well, that's no fun. Anyway. They they have to be five times normal size so that we can see them with our old person eyes. Yes, this it's like true. reading glasses. Yes. I anyway. finally reached the point in my life where I have progressive. I'm I'm my next pair of glasses is going to have progressive bifocals. I have progressive trifocals already. It's cool. I'll never I, forget. I asked for them because I, hmm? I I asked for for progressive bifocals because I have to be able to see the the access on my arm. Otherwise, hmm. I would do without. I have bifocals because I need to be able to read the screen in front of me and be able to see that student across the room that thinks I can't see them. <laughs> but there, there is a middle distance between what the, bi- what the reading lenses do and what the distance lenses do. So every now and then I still have to take the glasses and lift them up to my forehead to see what the heck is going on. Moving <laughs> forward, crab walking to the side. <laughs> Natalie, I'm going to say that you are in your Jeep right now. So you're doing okay. Okay. But the Canadian geese have smelled fear. Okay, maybe it's not fear. Maybe it's cookie crumbs. But they've smelled something. And they are approaching Lucille at speed. So, Lucille, you're going to get one XP. And someone else can help out with this. There are murder birds heading towards you. Murder birds. Well, Harriet is, is going to be somewhere near Lucille. Because, after all, Lucille is Harriet's master. To whom she swore loyalty all those years ago, back when they were robbing banks in the snow uphill both ways. That was last week. <laughs> that wasn't in snow uphill both ways. That was in the terribly hot summer sun. It's been a really weird year. It's like climate change or something. Anyway, Harry can also take a point of XP, but you have murder birds approaching at speed. What would you like to do? They're doing that thing where they're not flying towards you. They are walking in a menacing way that is slightly faster than most elderly people will walk on a normal day with their necks stretched out long and their beaks pointed right at you. And if you've ever seen inside a goose's mouth, it's it's a horror show. They're pretty scary. They, mm-hmm. you, you don't laugh at a goose bite. Have we considered whether they could be distracted with a smoke bomb? This is a thing you can attempt. Unless uh, Lucille has a better idea? You? Does yours have any better ideas? Because otherwise, I'm going to throw a smoke bomb between us and the birds, and we should hasten away. Well, I could use and throw on one of them, but that wouldn't stop the others. Probably not. Maybe you can have one of them interfere if the smoke bomb doesn't work. Smoke bomb! Okay. So, 
of course, I made stats for a Canadian goose. Uh-huh. Because if they have stats for a T-Rex in Cypher system, Canadian goose is equally terrifying. Uh, Canadian goose in the way I've stated it up is a level three creature. So this would be a difficulty three task. However, you're using a smoke bomb. Uh-huh. So that's an asset. That will lower it to difficulty two. I'm going to say this is a speed task. So if you wanted to spend effort on this, you would spend three points from your speed pool. You might not need to do this because it's already difficulty two. Every roll Let's, needs to be a... Sorry? I, I don't think I need to, to do that yet. Right? Every roll is a multiple of three, right? Yeah. So if it's difficulty two, then you need to roll That's, a six or higher. I think that I will stand pat with a six or higher. All right. Which me do something terrible. So I roll a d20? Yes. And a 14 works. All right. Awesome. I was not going to throw a T-Rex at you for the first GM intrusion. That would have been a bit much. You haven't even left the property of the assisted living community yet. All right. So with a 14, the smoke bomb is enough to distract them. They start heading off in a slightly different direction, which buys you just enough time to have everyone pile into the Jeep and you can be off. All right. Harriet the Ninja is balancing on the roll bar. (laughs) Sitting down, mind you. You don't want to stand up on a moving Jeep. Mm, right. <laughs> it it may or may not be that um, there may be a seatbelt somehow attached to the roll bar because this is not the first time you've done this. Indeed. I'm not going to say <laughs> the seatbelt is in any way effective as a seatbelt, but you can at least say, because this story is taking place in Pennsylvania... If a cop pulls you over and says there's a seatbelt law in this state, you can just point the seatbelt that you're wearing while you're up on the roll bar. And away we go. I love this. <laughs> All right. So you are now heading through this small town in eastern Pennsylvania, fictional town, but never mind, called New Canaanton. Is Thor and- with us? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just making sure. Yes. Uh, a GM can have an intrusion affect more than two people. But traditionally, it's one person targeted and one person who steps in to say, I'm, I'm involved in this too, somehow. They don't always have to be in the same place. Sometimes the help is, there was a flashback moment. <laughs> okay. But so long as the, the story is being forwarded along, you can make some argument towards why this would work, which is one of the things I love about Cypher System, because quite frankly, the arguments I get from players in our games, were, but I should be able to do this because of this. That's very frequent. And you get to say yes. I get to say yes, that lowers difficulty by one. <laughs> <laughs> and not, that's an automatic success, unless it was difficulty one already. All right. So you're driving through town and... Cruising, cruising, cruising. Mm-hmm. I would like everyone to make a, a, a role that involves perception. Okay. If you have a skill that sheet. improves your perception, that can lower the difficulty... By default, it's going to be a difficulty three task. So you have to roll nine or higher. If you have a skill that improves your perception, then you can lower that down to difficulty two. This is an intellect task, so you can spend three points of intellect to lower it down to difficulty as well. This early in the game, you probably don't need to, but it's a difficulty three task, roll nine or higher, unless you can do something fancy. Now it's a perception roll? It's an intellect task, but it's to see if you perceive something. Okay. So there, is, there isn't a role called perception. Okay. But if you I have, have a 19. Okay. Yeah, you're definitely going to notice this. It looks like everyone okay. rolled high. Uh, uh, everyone who's rolled. 
Yeah, everyone's real tired. Mm-hmm. All right. Somebody okay. was playing with the die settings and made the die do something silly when it got a 15. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yep. That sound I mean, effect got into the recording. Silly, no matter what it rolls. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, one of the things I like about Foundry is when you roll dice, the sound effect of dice rolling gets into the recording. Oh, and excellent. I love that aesthetic. <laughs> oh, but now we're also going to hear a vortex whirling sound when EO rolls. <laughs> and I love that too. <laughs> so you all roll high enough. The sky, it starts off in the sky. The sky just sort of shifts. The clouds kind of move a little bit, but not the right way. Almost kind of like, you know those little puzzles where it's a grid and there's one square missing and you have to... It's out of, out of order, and you got to slide them around to make the puzzle show mm-hmm. a picture again. Mm-hmm. The clouds kind of moved like that briefly. Oh, dear. That's but so did the buildings normal. and the streets around you. And now it, it's all back the way it was, sort of, but something happened. Something that you're all fairly certain wasn't you. Even if you have to invoke plausible deniability, you're going to. No one can pin this on you. But someone somewhere... Else. Sorry. No, please, what was that? I was going to say something in character. Please finish. Well, you go first. Did anybody else see that, or have I been awake too long? If the goose honks high, fair weather. If the goose honks low, foul weather. Yeah, that doesn't so answer I see what you did there. Though. Kind mean... of um, weather when everything goes swirly for a moment. Perhaps the goose has superpowers? How would a goose get superpowers? That seems better. Oh, oh, I shouldn't answer that. No. Okay. We plead the fifth. Oh, whatever works. Mm-hmm. So, did the clouds move first? The clouds were noticed first, and then it, if it started somewhere else, you didn't see it. But whatever hit the clouds then hit the buildings and the streets around you as well. well My, the first thing I'm doing is looking around to see if there's a clock visible. Uh, not where you are, but this is not your first day in town. You do know the layout? Uh, if you get to the town circle, there's there's a building that has a clock. All right, that's where I'm headed then. Okay. Uh, and like I said, you know the layout of this town. There's Main Street and Broad Street, and if you get to either of those, you're going to get to the circle. So I'd like to look at our environment from above. Okay. You use your third eye ability, I'm assuming? And it has an intellect cost of one, but you have an edge of one in intellect, which means you can pretty much do this whenever the heck you feel like it. Uh-huh. It's free. And yet somehow Haru still sneaks around you for some reason. But never mind. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about the air tag that you may or may not have in your person that you may or may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. So while you're looking at it from above and Natalie is driving towards where she's fairly certain the circle should be. It becomes obvious that, for the most part, the town's all there, but it's shuffled. Where did they put the buffet? It, it's oh, in the diner. Dear. You just got to get to the diner. Um, I think someone may have decorated. He's they adjusted the town's Master. feng shui. Oh, my. It's, it's terrible. The feng shui Not was bad that. enough already. It seems like someone uh, didn't. But every, all the bits gotten shuffled. Hmm. Well, yeah, if, that would explain some things. Let me, I'm going to try to climb into the car. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Since I think we were clinging to the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if whatever shuffling they did gets them to fix that heater in the in the homes, uh, that would be good. So for annoying. Some they, off. For some reason, they frown on people lighting individual fires in their rooms to keep warm. Right, right. I mean, it worked for how many years? Mm-hmm. All right. As you continue to drive. Now, like I said, everything that was in the town seems to be there. It just doesn't seem to be in the right order anymore. And it looks like you're now driving past New Canaanton High School. There's a big banner I look out the window outside. to see if my grandkids are there <laughs> eating lunch outside. Uh, well, they're not. They might not be eating lunch outside, but you do see a large banner. Hmm. New Canaanton High School annual bake sale. Ooh! It's a once-a-year fundraiser opportunity. The home economics classes and the school's PTA have joined forces to create a variety of baked goods, from healthy to diabetes-inducing. Mm-hmm. All for really cheap, and all to help support the school with book purchases, chalkboard eraser, whatever the kids need these days. Uh, We don't know. (laughs) This is another GM intrusion, and this is for Thora. Okay. (laughs) Because (laughs) Thora Mm -hmm. has an exponentially increasing number of grandchildren. Yes, our line is very fertile. Uh, Well... Some of them may have yeah. been acquired through adoption. Some of them may True. have been acquired through, air quotes, adoption. <laughs> yeah. Depending. Um, the, there is a tabaxi that's seven feet tall and technically still a child that is coming close to adopting faster than Thora, but <laughs> still not on Thora's level. But All right. Let's, let's as, go as a grandparent, mm-hmm. as a grandparent, you, because... You're basing this character off of the grandmother from that TV bit, escape yeah. game. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you never have enough sweets. Of course. You need all the sweeties for, you know, every yes. grandkid. And I've lost track of how many there are, but I recognize their faces because I have pictures of all in this iPhone right here. Yep. Let's go see what the kids made. Oh, yes. Okay. And I have to go support my grandchild in buying their um, gear. Snacks. You know it's they very did. expensive to be a teenage superhero these days. Mm. What, what would I roll for area knowledge? In this case, it would be, I would say it would be an intellect task. But at this okay. point, it is a, if you're trying to find your way, it is uh, no. a. Uh, well, first of all, if I'm trying to find my way, I have an ability that lets me do that. but <laughs> Or at least makes it easier. But No. I am wondering when this bake sale usually happens. Once a year. This is the only day they're doing it. Yeah, but is this the normal day? Yes. Okay. For all you know. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) You remember, I'm not going to require a rule for this. You remember hearing off and on that the bake sale was coming up. Okay. So It's a plausible day. Yes. This is not taking you by surprise, but you might not necessarily remember, oh, it was going to be today. So here is the difficulty you have. It is currently 9.15. You got to get to the diner by 11 o'clock. Thora Mm -hmm. and Harriet specifically, so this will be an intrusion for both of you, have said they need to go in and uh, either support through purchases or support by gathering sweets, their grandchildren. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. You are going to need to use force of will to pull yourselves away. 
because the buffet awaits. Right. This is going right. to be an intellect task. I'm going to say it is difficulty five, unless you've okay. got something you can do to make it be easier. Uh, hmm. I'm just going to do an intellect one, see what happens. That is a two. That is a two. <laughs> As a difficulty five task, you have to roll a fifteen or higher. Yeah. So <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> Harriet slash Haru, please make your roll. Well, it's so Lucille. Haru or Lucille. Lucille. Oh, it was Lucille's Lu the one who has the the. Yeah. On the other hand, Harriet's yeah, it was not Lucille going that was to doing that. Yeah. Yes, Harriet's not going to stop her. <laughs> well, well, yeah. He, here's the thing. I'm zoomed in on Harry's character right now because I think somebody typed something in the chat, so it zoomed in on the character that was typing something. Yeah, that makes sense. There. And, <laughs> and so I was saying the name of the character I was looking at. So in that case, Lucille, please make your roll. Um, is this a regular intellect roll or is this an intellect to defense roll? It's a regular intellect roll. Basically, it's willpower. You're pulling yourself away from the baked goods because you know you've got a buffet to go to. Uh, 14 is also not going um, to do can it. Can I spend... Can I spend... Um, after the roll, you can't spend points to make the roll be easier. You uh, Before the roll, oh. you can say, I'm going to exert effort, and that costs three points of whatever pool the roll is. In this case, it was intellect, so you could have I spent three intellect you points. Couldn't use there I didn't is... realize you couldn't use effort after. Well, this is, this is our first time playing this where we're getting used to the rules. So... This is this is the training montage, basically, except I'm not <laughs> cutting from part to part. There is a point you can spend afterwards, though. At any point, you could, if there's a role that people don't like, you can spend a point of XP, I'm redundant again, <laughs> to re-roll any failed role. It's basically you like inspiration. You, you do have one XP, so you could spend that XP to roll again. No. And they... Okay. I okay. was going to say, can they spend the can they spend from their intellect pool to make the roll easier on the second they, roll? Yes, or does it have to be the same target number? Okay, they they can spend from that again. But we have two fails, and I think I heard Eo say no. So, did you all go in, or are there people waiting in the jeep? Um, well, first of all, Natalie is going to pull over because Natalie is very aware that Thora can turn her jeep into a cube. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but Natalie is is going to go in, but is going to go in search of a clock. Unfortunately, they have no clocks at the bake sale other than the one that's on the wall of the gym, which is where they're holding the bake sale. Ah. And one look at the clock lets you know that that is not the right time. Well. The second hand is moving back and forth. Okay. It may have been like that for some time. Then I am headed into the school. Okay. Harriet is, is stalking Lucille as... As is the way of the ninja, because after all, if you have to make sure that your master has her pocketbook, that's the way of the ninja, don't you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is the oh way of the ninja. God. Yeah, I never said that she was anywhere remotely remote. I mean, she probably comes from like you know Oklahoma or something. Um, <laughs> it's she. She comes from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. She's a Norwegian Lutheran ninja. No, no, we don't know what kind of ninja she is. She's usually wearing her ninja clothes. I was trying to get close to the Garrison Keeler line of Norwegian bachelor farmers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, Which she's just to going to sneak around. People should mm -hmm. not be seeing where the ninja is very much because 
she's under the table. She's under that table. She's, you know, behind someone's, st you know, stand there. And Doris okay. is still saying hi to her late. grandkids mm -hmm. and great grandkids and, you know, on down the line and buying uh, a baked good from each of them. Okay. Lucille uh, is gently suggesting to people uh, that they should go look over there and look at that table over there and... And you cut out? No, I didn't. I just stopped talking. Oh, okay. Ah. Oh, you should go over and look over there. I think there's some snickerdoodles over there. Grab the entire contents of the table that they were looking at briefly. No, 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 no. She's encouraging people to go buy her grandchild. Oh, you, you, you are trying to... to... To be a sales rep, basically. Okay. So. And I have an ability known as fast talk that costs one intellect point that says when speaking with an intelligent creature who can understand you and isn't hostile, you convince that creature to take one reasonable action in the next round. You want make an intellect roll for me. Okay. <laughs> That's a 15. All right. So here's what I'm going to say. You got to the school at 9.15. It is now 9.45. There are no more baked goods. Ah, <laughs> Except for the ones that Thora has purchased. You've yes. got five grocery bags. <laughs> five grocery bags of sweets. <laughs> they, they are double bagged and they are dense. Yes. And I'm strong enough to carry the bags. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I could argue that... In a pinch, you could use one of these bags as a medium weapon. <laughs> which you are skilled in. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. But perhaps it, it, you won't because th they're for your grandkids. Right. The problem here is specifically you just spent half an hour here. Are uh, those all going to fit in the Jeep? Well, the last one will fit in my bag. It'll be fine. Mm. Giant purse, you know, it's all good. Mm. How do you think I gather sweeties for all of my grandkids when I go out? You know, this is it. Mm. Mm. So while you're taking that stuff to the Jeep, let's switch over to Natalie, who rolled a speed roll with some various things to make it be lower difficulty to get to the office. I'm going to say it was not too hard. They have great big signs that say visitors must visit the office and there's arrows that point there. So you, you got there very quickly. What do you want to do with the office? <clears throat> I want to ask real quick if my watch is correct. Oh, well, let's take a look here. Oh, yeah. It's about five seconds off. I appreciate it. That can be crucial when you're dealing with GPS. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Why, the other day, and she starts going into a story that you probably don't care about. Oh, I'll listen to it. Okay. Um, it doesn't hurt to have someone friendly to you in the, uh, the high school office. Okay. Um, around the time the story ends... And you find a way to politely say goodbye. And you go out to your Jeep. You see five grocery bags of baked goods being loaded into the back. Yep. I, I like the timing here. <laughs> it is 945. You only have an hour and 15 minutes to get there early. Okay. Well, while they were spending half an hour looting the bake sale. <laughs> not just looting. The bake sale was not just five grocery bags of items. Pillaging right, right. the bake sale. Well, you know, I bought from all of my grandkids, and there's a lot. They're, you know, baked goods redistribution. Mm -hmm. Half the high school says grandma, and then two of the several of them say, "Wait, she's your grandma too." <laughs> the the family reunions are 
The family reunions are the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> they just buy out the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they rent out the one banquet hall and the one next to that and, and the, the football field behind that and the fairground two blocks over from that. <laughs> Eventually, we're just going to buy out the stadium and just be like, here, everybody in. <laughs> it, it spread to, I'm going to say it's canon, the entirety of Rhode Island. It could be. <laughs> Everyone who lives in Rhode Island just decides, you know what, we're not going to go out that day. Traffic is going to be too much of a pain, except yep. for the Rhode Islanders that are also your grandkids. Right. Some of them move there, you know. Uh-huh. Everybody in Rhode Island, everybody who lives in Rhode Island goes to go out their front door and finds Thora staring at them. <laughs> and they go back in instead. And they say, Grandma, and give her a great big hug. Oh, you're one of mine. There we go. You know what? I'm going to say it's quite possible that it's canon. All of Rhode Island is actually Thora's grandkids. Could be. (laughs) Why not? Possibly only honorary, technically, but you never know. Well, we've already discussed. Adopted grandkids, you know. Yes. Adopted Mm -hmm. and air quotes adopted. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, while Lucille and Thora were raiding the bake sale uh-huh. natalie spent no less than 20 minutes listening to a story in the office about <laughs> someone getting lost because they didn't trust their gps properly mm-hmm. or did trust their gps and that was the problem at this uh, point natalie's, you're still not sure natalie's big concern since that weird twisty thing has been making sure that they we're still in the right time mm, we wouldn't want to be late like, is this because someone's screwing with things, or is this because we've traveled forward five years and they've just torn down and rebuilt a bunch of buildings? Based on what you have seen and the conversations you've had, at this point, it looks like someone messed with space, but not time. Okay. Although, really, you should be at the buffet by now. Oh, sure. The way you, the way you drive, we'll get you there. should be at the buffet mm-hmm. by now. Also, All right. if we went forward in time five years, the a guy at the bar tonight who's going to be really disappointed. Hopefully all the calendars had the right date on them. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Back in the Jeep. I love this game. <laughs> so darn much. I love that I get mm-hmm. to hang out with my friends and do silly things like this. Doesn't even matter what game. Baby Tiefling Escape was only remotely <laughs> related to Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yeah. This a little. This is slightly less related. Although, based on what we said about Rhode Island, there is a possibility that one of the senators from Rhode Island is, in fact, a tiefling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which <laughs> one? I will let you decide. Maybe they take turns. <laughs> being tieflings? No, no being, being the senators. <laughs> Grandma said it was my turn to be senator from Rhode Island. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. You can do some, some pretty marvelous things with polymorph these days. Oh, yeah, Ooh. that's true. You could do true, it. True. Mm-hmm. You're all the senator. <laughs> Just at different times. My tiefling was the one that could cast Ray of Frost at will. Mm-hmm. So I, I can just imagine like someone's complaining about global warming. You're like, well, I'm, I'm you know, resistant to heat-based attacks. I'm fine with it. But also, uh, I like your filibuster. However, no. Ray of Frost. <laughs> Ray of Frost. The honorable <laughs> senator from Rhode Island will kindly refrain from freezing the filibuster speaker. <laughs> That's the third one this week. 
Okay, so you continue driving. And again, you recognize every road you're on, but they don't line up with the roads you're supposed to be on. And then you like go through an intersection and it the road should continue, but this is a different road. And the houses that are well, on this normal. road are the right road. But I mean, that's, this road that's is normal. not where it should be. They've been mm-hmm. shuffled. And right around now, Natalie, does your Jeep usually have black smoke come out the tailpipe? Not usually. It's been known to do it. Okay. What about from out of the radiator? Black smoke from out of the radiator is less common. All right. Uh, well, it makes a sputtering sound after this happens and comes to a stop. This is another GM intrusion. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be kind about this one. Up at, like less than a block away, you see a garage. And I don't mean garage to park a car. I mean a repair shop. Um, Auto's repairs. This greasy two-bay garage has a parking lot full of vehicles packed bumper to bumper and in varying states of repair and or decay. Additional vehicles are similarly placed across the street in an empty lot covered in gravel. The eponymous mechanic runs the repair business by sitting in a lawn chair in the center of one of the two garage bays and reading a paper. There is also a vehicle in the other bay that is currently being worked on. You hear the sound of metal hitting metal, and you see two legs sticking up from under the car, not in a this-fell-on-me way, but in a I'm-working-under-this-way. Perhaps they have tools there, Natalie. Oh, I got tools. I just might need to get the car up on a riser. I'll pull into the garage. Okay. Uh, You come up to the garage, and the guy reading the paper, who, like I said, his name is Otto, uh, looks up from his paper. You can't pull into the bay because... He's sitting in a lawn chair in the middle of it, unless you decide that you're going to um, no, alter his positioning. <laughs> <laughs> not run him over. Just push him gently with the bumper towards the back of the... No, don't do that. Uh, well, you could if you want. Uh, but he looks, he looks up, looks down on his paper, folds the paper, stands up. This is all very measured and slow. Sets the paper down on the chair and walks over to the car. All right? What well, seems to be the problem? Black smoke from the exhaust, black smoke from the radiator. Hundred bucks to use your bay for an hour. Hmm. Do me a favor. Can you pop the hood? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, if you want to look at it, but... Well, you asked to use my bay for an hour. I might be able to, to fix it in half that time, depending on what's wrong. All right. Again, if you want to take a look, but uh, nobody's worked on this car but me. Oh, I've got my way with machines. Uh, do you pop I... the hood is the question. Natalie has popped the hood and gotten out of the car at this point. Okay. So he he looks in there and he taps a few wires and takes a big sniff, which is a little weird. Yeah, I can get this fixed in about half an hour. Let's say $75. hundred bucks, but I'm going to look over your shoulder while you do it. Well, you're twisting my arm behind my back offering more money, but sure, it's a deal. And he reaches out a hand that is not at all covered in grease. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you don't want to read a paper while your hand is covered in grease or the words all start to blend together. Mm. Literally. Mm. <laughs> uh, five well-worn 20s. Uh, specifically well-worn 20s. Uh, change hands. Okay. He puts them in that front pocket of his overalls and he goes and grabs a few tools and he starts fiddling with things. I am watching like a hawk. <laughs> okay. If you want to, I'm assuming you watching like the hawk means you want to see exactly what he's doing and you want to understand what he's doing. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say 
that in this particular case, that would also be an intellect roll. I would say difficulty four. Okay, I've got repair vehicles to bring that down. Yep, that'll bring it down to a three. Anything else? I'm going to spend for my pool. Okay, that'll bring it down to a two. Make your roll. And a 14 beats a six, so... (laughs) 14, actually, I didn't need to reduce the difficulty at all. (laughs) This is true, but we don't know that in advance. True. Yeah, and the weird thing that's taking me some getting used to in Cypher is... Wow, a lot of these target numbers are really low, but then you think about how, oh, when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, their AC is 15, you got to get a 15 or higher, and then you're adding plus nine to your roll. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so it's, the math is different, but it, it works out. If he's doing anything, it's the equivalent of, have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in again? Everything is getting put back exactly the way he found it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to interfere yet. Okay. All right. And after he's done that, he says, do me a favor, turn the ignition. Um, I'm going to ask Thor to turn the ignition. Okay. I'm going to go over and turn the ignition. There you go. It does that thing where anyone wants to say, wants to turn over. As a matter of fact, Otto says, wants to turn over. I glare at it harder. <laughs> <laughs> Dagnabbit. If I'm using my D&D house rule, that counts as inspiration. There uh-huh. is no inspiration in this game, no, but XP can mm-hmm. be spent to re-roll. So okay. that's an XP. You get one XP for this. I get one XP for this. Yes, for making me laugh. Okay. Where do I put and that? XP is zero. Give it a one. Is that yes. accurate? Okay. Actually, that should be a two because you and Dove. Yes, um, because you had a GM intrusion the for the last scene. Oh, right. Okay. So yes, so that should be a two still for you should be now. a two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. It's a two. All right. Got it. And right, Lucille's down to one. Okay. And is Lucille down to one? Yeah, because Eo spent one to try to No, I didn't. No. Oh, you didn't spend that? Okay, never mind. Never mind. You didn't do a reroll or anything. Okay, so you have two. Both of you have two. No, Eo opted not to. Right, right. Which, now is, I remember. which is fine because you can save up XP for when you really need them or want to use them or whatever. A lot of GMs in Cypher system will have a house rule of capping XP at 10. Mm. Because otherwise, it's the equivalent of holding on to that level one health potion. You've already beaten the big bad, but you might need that health potion later. Uh-huh. You saved it until you yeah. needed it. Ooh, then whatever. you didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... Spending XP is not just how you do rerolls and stuff. It's how you level up. So spend them. Similarly, there's a cap on how many ciphers you can have. You can only have two at the start. If you're an adept, you can have three because of an ability the adepts get. Uh, if you have more than that, if you don't get rid of them or use them, you get GM intrusions that involve the ciphers and it's usually bad. But fun for the GM. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, it wants to turn over. Uh, do me a favor, smack her right over there. Uh, uh, I am going to do that. I am not going to let Thora do it. <laughs> well, Thora is still turning the ignition. I'm like trying to turn the ignition. I'm glaring at it as hard as it, I can. It's, it's doing that. <laughs> as soon as Natalie smacks it right over there, it turns over and it's purring like a kitten. There is no black smoke at all. There is the slightest possibility that the exhaust smells slightly like lavender. Okay, no, that's diesel. That is mostly diesel. Diesel smells nothing like lavender. 
It might be the oh. baked goods. Mm. My perfume. Might be my perfume, too. That's true. That's a heck of a trick, sir. Well, I'll have to remember that. Glad to be of service. Thanks for your money. Y'all come back now, you hear? You bet. All right. So I vacate the seat that um, Natalie would be driving in and go back to probably the, the second seat in the front. And um, I'm considering trying to call this diner to see if we can get a reservation. <laughs> Unless we're You really just need close. to remember the diner's phone number. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can yeah, scroll have... through your phone numbers. I could. But, but you've got the phone numbers for all of your grandkids in there. Right. How do I know which one is these? Is it? Mm. Five minutes later, you've scrolled halfway through the A's. Okay. <laughs> this is not going to work. I have too many grandkids in here. And Actually, wait. Really no, that's wrong. You've scrolled halfway through the A's with a little accent on top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a ways to go. There's um, a lot. There's yes. a lot of them. Just, just, mm-hmm. just press zero and then say, operator, give me the number of the diner that has the really good buffet. Oh, that's a great idea. So I press zero. As you're pulling away, mm-hmm. you hear Otto yelling, Kevin, you finished changing that oil yet? <laughs> Kevin. You do not hear the reply. Okay. So I press zero and I wait for an operator. What is the nature of your dialing emergency? Um, I'm trying to get a... Uh, we're trying to get to a restaurant with a good buffet, Press one, but I don't know their phone number. Press one if you need number. to speak with customer service. Press <sighs> one. two. Thank you for contacting customer service. Press. Please listen closely because the following up. Our menu has changed. You've heard this menu fifteen thousand times. Uh, I hang up. <laughs> well, that's not going to work. You know, we've been playing for a little over an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Okay. Oh, I. Hmm? I have a smartphone. Yeah. That's an excellent question. I I think we gave Thoros. I think we did. Let's check. Let me check. I mean, I know it other says, people here have smartphones. It says right. cell phone, but based on our discussion, it's a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, she has one. It's a smartphone. Yeah, because we phone. needed a phone yeah. that had pictures of all of her grandkids. <laughs> right, right. So that would be a smartphone. I can't believe this just occurred to me. Let's see if the Maps app corresponds to reality right now. Oh, it okay. does not. Uh, it's different now. Everything's uh, different if you wait long enough. You know. Accor- according to this map that you're looking at, you are just now leaving Auto's repairs, but the map says you are, in fact, halfway to Jonah City. Um, and that's where we're going to end it. <laughs> <laughs> if we end it at Jonah City, you fail the mission. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to hit the pause button. Let's take a short break. I need to stretch my legs. All right. Button. The button has been pressed. We are not live because we're recording. Yes, this has been. I can press that button in six notes. <laughs> Dagnabbit, take your point of XP. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard, and I did not get very far. <laughs> All right, so you keep driving around or driving straight. Apparently, doesn't matter. Whatever you turn, it's not going to be where you thought you were going to go anyway. But you're not going down any street twice, so eventually you'll get there, maybe, hopefully, before two weeks from now. Otto's garage was a bit of a setback, so that took a half an hour of time. So now it is 10.15. You got 45 minutes after which you will not be there early. And as we all know, that's the same thing as being there late. 
Exactly. Because if we are there, not there early, all the egg rolls will be gone. If you don't get there early, you can't complain about the spots where there should be a tray at the buffet, but it's just like the tray is missing and there's like steamy water coming up from that spot. You can't complain about that if you get there on time. So the, the maps on our devices reflect our previous reality. And not how things are right now. So I'm going to use the map on my device, no matter how slow it is, to remind myself of, uh, I'm going to go to where, uh, on the map, to where the diner is, and remind myself of the name of the diner. Okay. Uh, the name of the diner is, if I scroll it's, up to that spot. I, I don't need to know it out of character. Well, I feel like saying it in character anyway. Uh, uh, it's the new Cannonton Diner. It was very okay. imaginative. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The new Canaan, the new Canaanton Diner, and I'm hoping we can get some photographs of it. Street view. But like the, the exterior. And I don't have an exterior photograph, but not it, again. Not what, out of character. I'm looking for something that I can pass to Lucille to say, "Can you keep an eye from the sky?" Oh, and see course. if you can see it. Oh, this is a bi-weekly ritual for all of you. You know what it looks like. It's one of those okay. things that looks like an old school camper where it's got like shiny aluminum siding and a curved roof. Gotcha. Yeah. Chrome I'm just thinking I might have been out of town for a while. Your character may or may not remember when that was a new aesthetic. Yes. Um. All right. Lucille, would you keep an eye out, an eye in the sky and... Let, let me know if you see it. Uh-huh. I just shared the interior with you. Yeah. Oh, it's a, that kind it, of diner. It's a boxcar diner. Cool. No wonder we have to get there early. Otherwise, it'll be far too crowded. It will be very difficult to be stealthy except by crawling along the ceiling. And then, how do you hold your tray? Uh-huh. And that that's that. auto's repairs. Wow. But what you're coming up to now is not any of those locations. It's a place where... um. You hope you don't come to stay for a very long time. There's a small cemetery here. It is a location that is referred to as the tower because there's a tower there. Uh, the tower is an old structure that overlooks one of the local cemeteries. It resembles a two-story gazebo with the first floor made of stone and the second floor restored, and there's air quotes there, using concrete. An iron spiral staircase links the two levels, both of which are covered in graffiti. Local folklore says that it was built in the colonial era as a lookout post to keep watch for attacks from Native Americans. This story becomes less believable when one notices that it was built in 1867, and also it's on the wrong side of the town to be looking out for any attack from a frontier. But modern myths don't tend to care about facts that disagree with them. (laughs) At this particular tower, and keep in mind this is in the middle of the school, well, not the middle of the school day, it's, it's... morning school is in session there are still however a bunch of local youths some of them with imaginative hairstyles who seem to be drinking recreational beverages and hanging out and as you are driving past some of them uh, move so that it gets to be a little more difficult to drive further down the road are they going to attempt to shanghai us for our baked goods oh well that would be Novel of them, wouldn't it? <laughs> Master, are we going to encourage the youth or discourage them? 
And I've shared a picture oh, of you. Oh, aren't they so cute? <laughs> They're trying to be troublemakers. Or yes, complete with leather jackets. Oh, they no. might be pleather jackets. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm going to get out of the car and stare at them. See if any of them look familiar. I'm going through my phone, the pictures on the phones. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do I They're not one of yours. One? They're not one of They're, mine. Okay. No. All right. Lucille is going to lean out of the car and wave. One of them starts to wave years. and... One of them starts to wave, and the one next to them pulls their arm down. Hey, kids. That's banditry. Hey, kids. Banditry. What now? You got, a, you got a good start at a blockade here. Pretty impressive. I appreciate the choice of drink. You should know that I did gun running in Cambodia, and I know how to deal with blockades. Oh, she does. She's very good at it. They look at each other and just start laughing. Oh, no, no, no. That won't do at all. You should take... My friend, seriously. Um, okay, so, uh, let's see. I'm just Can gonna I use terrifying presence on whichever one of them seems to be in charge? You most certainly can attempt this, yes. So let's see, let me look up their stats. I named them Hooligan. <laughs> <laughs> hooligan 1, Hooligan 2, Hooligan 3. No, no, there's Hool and Hooligan. <laughs> yeah, they, well, one of them hooled, and then they did it again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they have a rival gang, the Shenans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to use your terrifying presence. They are difficulty one opponents. How does this work? It doesn't say there's a role, so it's not telling me what... Well, the the role is based on what the what level you're... Uh, being you're using it against, and any other factors that are involved. Uh, let me look up Terrifying Presence. You convince one intelligent target of level 3 or lower, and they're level 1, so they're lower, uh, that you are its worst nightmare. The target must be within short range. I'm going to say they are within short range, or they wouldn't be able to block the jeep, um, t- and be able to understand you. If you use smaller words, you should be okay. I'll be honest, half of the multisyllabic words that Natalie used, they were laughing because they thought you were just speaking funny. Uh, Cambodia was particularly difficult. Going to start lecturing them about um, basically our exploits for a different... Basically, you know when someone starts telling a long, winding story? Grandpa Simpson. (laughs) Yes. That, except it's about supervillain antics, blockade breaking, and uh, that time that Natalie borrowed a jet. Okay, that last line. Just, just throwing <laughs> that in there. The force, the force, the force. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm not. Lost it. <laughs> yep, lost it. <laughs> they're, they're level one. You are using terrifying presence, which I can assure you is an asset in this case that lowers difficulty zero. You don't need to roll for this to work well. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. Um, hmm? I, I, I know the difficulty is down to zero, but I am also going to assist. <laughs> I'm going to ask for a roll anyway, though. Just by pulling this out of the back seat. 
Oh. Okay, so the difficulty <laughs> is negative one. Because you're, you are armed with a shotgun. They are armed with empty recreational beverages. Yes. Which, let's face it, they probably can't afford the stronger stuff. They're monster energy drinks. <laughs> okay. Any roll would have worked. I wanted to see if you got a nat 20, just because that'd be wonderful. But in any case, you convince one of them that maybe maybe they've made a lot of wrong life choices. Maybe it's time for them to enroll in the local community college. <laughs> Turn and their life around. Cambodia in the 80s. Yeah, well, they were coming to a conclusion about their decisions as they were actively running away. Oh. So you are yelling that after them. <laughs> uh, and the rest of the group, when they see the shotgun, they decide that their idea of throwing insults, jokes about you losing your dentures, beverages? and empty recreational beverage cans <laughs> at you would probably not be the best idea. You're armed with a jeep, a shotgun, and a supervillain. Mm-hmm. They didn't, didn't see the ninja. That. That's right. The they did not see the ninja. <laughs> or you can get back in the car now. Okay. None of those are mine. They would have said granny right away. They're really uh, they not did cut say... out for this line of work, are they? No. Well, takes all kinds to fill the world. Mm-hmm. And my family's filling a lot of it right up now. <laughs> Canonically, all of Rhode Island. All of Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm going to drive up to the tower. We should look and see if the tower overlooks the diner, shouldn't we? That's the plan. All right. So you go up to the top of the tower, and it's a nice view of the cemetery. It's it's a communal grave. There's one marker for all of them. Uh, you can actually see the marker in the picture that I shared with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, lords. Yes. <laughs> I have been to the location where that photo was taken. I have a photo similar to that, but I couldn't find it. But in any case, uh, you have a great view of the cemetery. You have a great view of that field across the way, of a big row of trees over there, and a hill that is much larger than this tower, which continues to disprove the whole idea that this was meant to be a lookout, because (laughs) you don't have the range that a lookout would require. Um, I'd like to get um, on top of the tower to see if I can get a better view of anything. Ah, with that, uh, you can see a churchyard on the other side of the trees, which has additional graves. Speaking of local legends, I was reminded recently that I grew up near a road called Spooks Hill Road, and it was universally accepted that Spooks Hill was haunted. I don't believe in spooks. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could agree. Nobody (laughs) could agree on which hill Spooks Hill was. Oh, (laughs) that's a thing. But what are those hills out there's haunted? There's so, ghosts in um, them, their hills. With the, <laughs> with the additional 20 feet of height, can Lucille's third eye get us a better view of the town? I'm going to say sure. Excellent. I would like to try that. All right. Well, looking over this way, that, that's, that's the high school. Over this, well, that's auto's repairs. Okay. That is not a direct line from point A to point. <laughs> How did we get from there to there? Hmm. That doesn't and over there is ah, the sun reflecting off of all the chrome. <laughs> yep, yep. There's the diner. That that direction. That way's the diner. 
<laughs> okay. As soon as I know that, I'm getting back in the Jeep. All I'll right. be down. Getting to the Jeep. Mm-hmm. All right. It is around 1045 now because you took some additional time at the tower looking around. So if you follow the direction and maybe not follow the direction, but not as much the traffic signals. I am a worldly explorer who drives like a maniac. <laughs> and also you're in a vehicle that is equipped for off-road. Yes. <laughs> Are we going through the graveyard? No, you were able to avoid having to, to go to, through the graveyard. Don't have to worry Other about yards, any headstones. Well, it at the tower, you are correct. The graveyard in the church, not so much. But you do end up going through a few yards, and some hedges have been not as neatly trimmed, but they have definitely been trimmed. And you have finally reached the point where, yes, you can see it on the horizon, gleaming like a shining, blinding beacon there in front of you, the new Cannington Diner, your typical greasy spoon diner where the menu hasn't changed in 40 years and neither has most of the staff. They have a lunch buffet special every alternating Thursday to get rid of any produce that's about to go bad. The regulars, a mix of New Cannington residents and visitors from the nearby Jonah City suburbs, don't seem to notice. And there's one last GM intrusion. This is for all of you. The diner shares a parking lot with the church next door. No, not that church. The other church. The other, other church. Why does this town have so many churches? Usually a diner that's open on Sundays can do a lot of business this close to a church. But from the look of it, there's a funeral service taking place or, or a wedding. Probably not both. Maybe some of you need to get better reading glasses to find out what's going on from a distance. Anyway, that that's not the issue. The problem is because it shares a parking lot with that church and there's an event at the church, the diner's parking lot, which is the only parking lot in comfortable walking distance, is at capacity. This is your final GM intrusion of the evening. What do you do? Mm. Mm. We could park on the church lawn. We could park on the diner if we could. Well, never mind. We can't fly mm. that. Not with that attitude. I need to check something. Okay. I'm going to lean back, and this is the funniest option I can, I can think of. <laughs> I'm going to lean Lord back. the final intrusion? And suggest to Lucille that she give Thora a hand. Maybe a little inspiration. Hmm. And what am I oh. doing? Thora, would you mind vacating a space for us? Huh. Okay. <laughs> I get out of the, the, um, the vehicle. I look around. And I'm looking for like a little Volkswagen that wouldn't be too hard to push. There's a smart car. That one. <laughs> oh, yes, you can do it, I'm sure. Okay, so I'm going to go. Um, it's probably, is it pulled in so that the front of the car is facing out of the parking space, or is it the other way around? It's, it's a smart car. They actually pulled in and did half of a U-turn. It's sideways. It's sideways. Okay, so I'm going to... Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to steer the car from, I guess, the back of it and move it out of that space. And I'm going to park it behind somebody else's smart car instead. Long ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Eo, thank you to... for that note. Eo has used an ability. <laughs> okay. Eo has used an ability called Inspire Aggression. Ah. <laughs> okay. So I'm like... 
glaring at this thing and growling at it and pushing it because you know uh I, Dora's I in need the to room read before. this I need to read this to you sure sure I know this Your is words... not technically an attack roll but oh okay. no it's going to be <laughs> all right <laughs> because it's funnier your words twist the mind of a character within short range who is able to understand you unlocking their more primitive instincts. As a result, they gain an asset on their might-based attack rolls for one minute. This takes an action to do, okay. but Lucille's not in combat, so Lucille can spend her whole action doing this, and it's fine. Now, my suggestion to you, Thora, uh -huh. is that you also have an ability called Bash. Oh, that's right. Now, Bash costs one might point, but you have an edge of one in might, which means it's free. Oh, okay. Other yeah. people using Bash would have to exert additional effort, but for you, you just do it. But that also counts as an asset in your favor. So okay. I would say for the average person, trying to push a car out of the way, slowly mm -hmm. or quickly, would be an impossible task. Mm-hmm. I would. I would Dara argue. Who convinced the the um the the home uh, to put in a weight room, so she's got a little bit of. You know, I, go on. I would argue that'd be difficulty seven for the average person, okay. because seven times three, you're looking at a number you just can't roll on a d twenty. Okay. But it goes down to a six because of Lucille. Okay. It goes down to a five if you're using Bash. Okay. I suggest that you spend three might pool to reduce that to a four. Okay. So that'll take your might down to 13. Okay. Is there anything that can be done okay. to help by anyone else? I don't know. Um, do I click yes. the... Yes. Oh, I can do something. Okay. I have no. a, I... Go ahead. Go ahead. I... Can I go on this one? Just for a moment, Ellie? Everyone's sure. involved in this GM intrusion, so everyone can contribute something. Do it. Mm -hmm. I have climbing gear. Basically, I have a hook and a rope. Can Natalie? Can I tie this to the back of your jeep so that you can help I, tow that thing out? I can do you one better. I'm afraid. Okay. The jeep's got a the jeep's got a winch. <laughs> okay. Cool. Let's bring this down um, to difficulty three. You need to roll a nine or so higher. So Hari, would you please attach the winch to the to the bumper the the undercarriage of the smart car? I believe this is probably something that Haru can figure out how to do. <laughs> you wrap it around something okay. that you're pretty sure isn't just going to pop free, requiring you to remove the smart car one part at a time. That would be a nuisance. <laughs> but I'm going to ask Thora to roll a D twenty. Okay. I you have to get a nine a or D20. higher. Um Okay, I have a thing down here for a D20, I think. That is a uh, 15. 15. Yes. Okay, that smart car is now conveniently parked on top of that row of motorcycles. Oh, no, no, no. Put it on top of an SUV. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll hold well, it up better. You had to use the motorcycles as a ramp in. to get it on top of the SUV. I did say it's going to well, block another okay. smart car with it. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that, yeah. We well, if there isn't one, it should go on top of the biggest SUV we can find. <laughs> okay, is there, there may or may not be a new tower in town that is made of vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like that when we got here. We have no idea what happened. <laughs> it's buffet time. 
<laughs> oh, look at that. That's great. Buffy time. <laughs> you walk in just a few minutes before 10. Sorry, it's a few minutes before 11. 10 mm-hmm. came and went. Right. And I already established mm-hmm. it is not a time distortion field. Just a few minutes before 11. And therefore, you are technically early. Excellent. And that's Yay. where we're going to end it. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> so, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for playing. Something I've seen in another Cypher Let's Play, which I thought was really neat, was at the end of it, in addition to giving plugs, and now I'm drawing things on the screen. On the Why am I drawing thing. things on the screen? Stop. Crash. Know. Stop. <laughs> it's, I try to go to the other screen, and it just continues to draw this line. Stop. <laughs> Let go of control. There you go. But it's my push to talk. How will everyone hear me complaining about it? Uh, anyway, <laughs> something I saw in this other Let's Play for Cypher was while people were giving their plugs at the end, they were also sharing what their favorite part was of the session, what their favorite scene was, or what favorite character choice, any of that. Does anyone have a plug and a favorite thing? And or. And or. Uh-huh. Well, Eosman writes books. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yes, yes. Elizabeth and this Dash is my McCoy. favorite thing. Oh. While, while we plug Elizabeth-McCoy.com. <laughs> I think that the the nice long rambling story about Natalie and and that's how she borrowed a jet. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That one stuck out. Mm-hmm. Speaking, uh, speaking of, of books. books. Oh, um, my website is bookofgen.net. It's got mostly video game content, some book reviews or whatever else I'm working on. I've got a couple of really long form blogs I'm trying to finish in between all of my other writing work. And uh, so that's bookofgen.net. I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, which you can find at shatteredsoulstone.com, mostly about the Diablo series of games and whatever's going on with the companies that make them. And new episodes come out every Saturday. And my favorite part of this was... Thora going to meet all of her grandkids and buy something from each of them, which resulted in, like, many bags of <laughs> goods. <laughs> Canonically, good. five, of, and, and not the plastic grocery bags, the giant paper ones. Right, yes. <laughs> the good stuff. Mm-hmm. The really good ones, and double bagged, because you need them. Right, yes. Uh-uh. Also, right. the uh, all the grandkids yelling out grandma and then realizing that they weren't the only person who had this grandma. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's canon. Mm-hmm. Half yep. of them were down from Rhode Island. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. After all, it's a big sale time. Well, yeah, you got to support the family. <laughs> That's right. You know yeah, what? Did you have a favorite moment? Um, the Cambodia thing. <laughs> that was pretty good. These are all great moments. I'm upset that I go last. <laughs> <laughs> we already got your, your good ones <clears throat> they're all good ones mm-hmm. don't ask me to choose wait mm-hmm. i asked myself to choose never mind uh-huh ellie how about you i for other characters i really appreciated the moment where uh um lucille intimidated the thugs mm-hmm. <laughs> um for my own character i I genuinely appreciated the moment where I got to say, hey, don't you have an ability that would help this other character use an ability that would help us? Mm-hmm. Let, yeah. let me help you help others. Help exactly. ourselves. Mm-hmm. To the buffet. Natalie, <laughs> is, Natalie aspires to be the support character. She's not the one actually doing anything. She's just the one who makes it happen. 
and that works. And speaking of Patreons, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you haven't told us yours yet. I'm doing the plug first. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, which I don't have the list up. Oh, no. Oops. Oh, no. Because I've got the wrong scene. Shenshen, Walter. Walter. Uh, Chris, Ellie, Eric, Shenshen, Walter, and Patron Emeritus. And Patron Emeritus Cindy. Cindy. Mm-hmm. And my favorite moment, I was going to talk about how there were two failed roles for the bake sale, and that <laughs> made it better. <laughs> because that interaction would not have happened that way if you had succeeded and gotten out of there quickly. Instead, that was a record-breaking year for the bake sale. They have never made so much profit. <laughs> there were people who were waiting around for like the last 10 minutes when all the, the stuff goes on like clearance where we, we got to get rid of this. So we're mm-hmm. selling it for at a loss. They did not managed to buy discount snickerdoodles <laughs> the snickerdoodles went for full price yep you want they those didn't get to that that was gonna be mine but someone picked the bake sale so i can't do that one. Oh. so <laughs> i was going to say my second favorite moment was at the end when you all worked together <laughs> yes <laughs> and then ellie got that one right before my turn yeah <laughs> sorry yeah no, it's great. It's great. I So I'm going to do the cop-out one. Mm-hmm. My favorite moment was this entire time because Aww. I got to hang out. On, and I know it's a total cop-out because everyone <laughs> knows this about me already. I got to hang out on a Saturday evening with my closest friends, and this was wonderful. Aww. So Aww. thank you for this. So I, I see how it is. You put the profit motive before the the happiest moment and then your happiest moment was you getting the gm (laughs) you know if someone comes over and and has two things to tell you the first thing they tell you is the thing they're trying to get out of the way the second thing is the reason why they're there yeah if they start off by saying oh i'm i'm so sorry your great aunt elsa passed away anyway (laughs) i was wondering if i could borrow the car next week Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night.